Welcome back, everyone, to uh, City Church OTR's Recap Family Talks. I don't know. We have a lot of different names for this podcast. It, it started off as dreaming about a recap. It became less about that. Uh, if you heard, we I had a couple friends on um, a few weeks ago as we talked about our Philippians series. Uh, we're going a different... We have a different series right now that I'm splitting into two podcasts because it's a five-week series, and it's on the Holy Spirit, and it's called, uh, help me out. More. 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 <laughs> I almost said open-handed. <laughs> it's called More. Uh, that's the series, and we are, just to set the, the stage for those of you listening, we are on an incredible balcony looking over OTR right now mm-hmm. outside. What's the date? November oh, 9th. Yeah, November 9th. Yeah. And it's like 70 degrees out right now. I'm in a Mm -hmm. t-shirt. It's very beautiful. So, um, yeah, like I said, I had a couple friends on uh, the first time this podcast. If this is your first time listening to this one, my name is Josh. I do a little bit of everything with the church. Really, really close friends with Chris and Tyler. Um, But the dream for this podcast is to talk about the sermons and talk about the series without the pastors in the room. They're not here. Chris and Tyler are not here. And I want to bring people that are a part of our church um, to share what they're learning, to share how they're applying this. So if you came to this podcast to learn what Chris and Tyler taught, you might want to start at the sermons podcast first. But if you came to hear about how we as church members and church goers, congregants, lay people um, are applying it to our lives, you are at the right place. So I have two of my good friends and small group or house group members mandy and alexa Mm -hmm. uh here and i'm really excited uh we're gonna get to know them before we jump in and we'll start with you mandy um yeah tell us about yourself yeah so i'm new to cincinnati we just moved here over the summer um i'm on staff with university christian fellowship it's a campus ministry and i'm also on staff with the church helping to provide some leadership for house groups Mm. Um, I'm a wife, I'm a mom of four wonderful kids, and, um... It sounds like you have a ton of free time. Yeah, a ton of free time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super easy to right, get right. here. Yeah. I, yeah. Was, I was not the one running late to get here either, yeah. so... I promise we didn't have to <laughs> schedule this at 1 a.m., but we, we, that was probably backup time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where did you move from? I am from Las Vegas, Nevada, so we were out there for 15 years, and kind of how um i met chris and Catherine, and actually josh and abby out yes. in vegas and um through campus ministry and then we got involved at the church out there too so yeah love it we yeah. were um i remember when chris told abby and i so we had already kind of committed to cincinnati and they're like do you remember ben and mandy and I'm like, yeah, like intervarsity, because mm-hmm. we I got to help a little bit. You with would come and lead prayer meetings at, in yeah. Las Vegas, and so I'm like, yeah. I mean, we didn't know you guys super well, but it's like, of course, we know who you are. And they're like, yeah, they're just gonna come to Cincinnati to one of our <laughs> meetings and see if they like it. And you did, I guess. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we came. It yeah. Was, yep. And then a year, year and a half later, you moved here. Yeah, I, it took me a while to to um, say, okay, Lord, I think you're calling us to Cincinnati. Whereas my husband and kids were on mm. board before me. Yeah, um, they're ready. But yeah, it's been great so far. Um, I really just appreciate the nature around mm. us and it, like even the seasons right now. It's not a right desert. Yes. It's not a desert here. It's yeah. not a desert. We have <laughs> seasons. I'm really loving fall, even though all the leaves are gone. But yeah. I'm really loving fall. Love that. So. And yeah. And uh, Mandy is someone uh, that I, I've thought this and uh, Abby, my wife, 
has said this before, like you, when you're in a meeting, the meeting is different because you just bring a different um, perspective and um, just way of thinking about things that other people don't. Hmm. So I'm happy okay. to have you here. Good. <laughs> uh, and Alexa, yeah, yeah, who tell me who you are. Yeah. I'm Alexa. Um, I am married to my husband, Jordan. We have three boys who are almost five, three, and one and a half. Um, Another really bored yeah. person right here. Yeah. <laughs> Our house is like super quiet and relaxing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I um, currently work part-time for a ministry called Block Ministries that... Um, only operates on the west side of Cincinnati mm-hmm. in Price Hill. How do you spell um, that again? Because in case it, anyone's yeah, looking it up. Yeah, it's B-L-O-C Ministries. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah, so B-L-O-C, no K. It's very cool. If you're listening, yeah. look look them up online. It's a really cool, Yeah, lots of different Gosh, yeah. avenues. That so many different programs. And um, yeah, I mean, I think there's 20 some different programs that we do. Wow. Um, and yet all still function in one neighborhood. So, um, yeah, we talk about, um, how we, you know, the phrase, uh, inch deep and a mile wide Mm. or um, is that, yeah, I think that's what it is. We're the opposite. Like you're the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, that's not what you are. But yeah, if you're the opposite. We're, that, that what sense. is it? Inch wide and a mile deep. Yes. You want to be deep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. So I was like, hang on. That still doesn't sound yeah. right. Yeah. So like we're functioning in a very small area, but hopefully meeting the needs, mm-hmm. um, meeting a lot of needs of people in the neighborhood. So um, kind of, you know, in line with that, I'm. I do administration. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we still, we live there. We live in the neighborhood. That's a big part of block is living where we serve. And so we live in the neighborhood. So even as me and the boys are going on walks around the neighborhood, it's part of ministry Mm. because we're getting to know our neighbors and loving our neighbors. So yeah, that is kind of, you know, being at home and ministry are like Mm -hmm. the two big things we have going on right now. And remind me, so a tiny bit of backstory that I know Jordan your husband yeah i met chris met tyler met in at indiana university yes but you are from here right i'm not from here you're not from here where no, are you from from lexington kentucky lexington okay yeah. got it got it so yep. we won't talk about the university i know i know there. i know i did uh, go to university of kentucky for like a year and a half but okay. i didn't graduate from there so Perfect. i don't know if we would have been together had i graduated from there yep that makes sense yeah. okay cool well we like i said both of these ladies i'm uh, in their s- their house group uh, with my wife and kids, and we we usually get a pretty decent chunk of talking when the kids either they're watching a movie <laughs> or playing. <laughs> the movie nights have helped. Yeah. Yes, they For have. Sure. We <laughs> get about thirty minutes, thirty five, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. which if you've ever been in a small group with kids, it's pretty impressive. The um, kids outnumber us. They do. So yeah, we're it is impressive yeah. that we can get um, thirty minutes. Yeah. yeah. And Emery and Mandy are. Yes. Very patient. Yes. Yes. We, <laughs> yes. Yeah, we have a couple <laughs> single friends that, that are there with us, too. So you don't have to have kids to be in our, mm-hmm. our house group. But it, it if you come, uh, be ready. So yeah, sure. uh, the kids cool. will love you, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do. They yeah. do. Um, so, yeah, we are in this series more, uh, which is all about the Holy Spirit. Uh, we are three weeks in. Um, Tyler did the first one. Chris did the next two. Um, we'll kind of hit those sermons but before we do um the holy spirit being the uh as tyler mentioned in the first week the michelle of the destiny's child trio the Mm -hmm. lesser known 
um, it, I think it'd be helpful to know our backgrounds um, and really less about me and more your guys' backgrounds where you, um, wh- when you heard Holy Spirit say five years ago, what, what did that mean as mm-hmm. opposed to maybe now? Um, kind of get a little bit of background. Mm-hmm. Manny? Sure. Um, yeah, I grew up going to church, but um, not a church that really ever talked about the Holy Spirit. Um, and then when I went to college and got involved with university, the Holy Spirit was mentioned a little bit more, but, um, I still was just kind of like, all right, I don't, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Sure. The Holy Spirit's part of the Trinity. Okay. Tell me about Jesus. Tell me about God. Yeah. Um, how and long. And so you, you said the church you grew up with and then in university when you were working there or going there as, as a, student. a student. So now so you're. 15, 20 years as a Christian, still nothing. Yeah, yeah. So not much about the Holy Spirit. Um, Gosh, I was in college 10, 15 years ago-ish. So, um, and I remember in college reading a book called The Forgotten God, and I don't Mm. remember the author, but that was kind of my first, like, intro to the Holy Spirit. Yes, I can (laughs) can look it up. (laughs) Um, And then I went to uh, spring break camp, and um, it was all on like prayer ministry. And that was just the track I was slotted for my junior year. It's like, oh, mm. you go to prayer ministry and learning how the Lord responds to us in prayer and that we are filled with the Holy Spirit. And so that we have gifts and power because mm. of the Holy Spirit. And that week was um, the first week that I um, started learning about prayer ministry and then practiced prayer ministry mm-hmm. and prayed for people and saw breakthrough and saw a lot of crazy things. Um, and then shortly after, I was just like, wait a minute. There, There's a whole other person of this God that I'm following that mm-hmm. I don't know at all. And when I got to know the Holy Spirit, it felt like this like flat, like two-dimensional God became 3D and like alive and active mm-hmm. and felt way more personal because well, the Holy Spirit's living in us, right? So it didn't feel like God mm-hmm. was so far away then. Yeah. Like sure. he's with me and in me, so... Yep. Yeah. And then you, so that was in college and then that's kind of just progressed. Yeah. Yeah. I think my really, like, I don't, I was thinking about it earlier today. I feel like my relationship with the Lord or with Jesus or with the Holy Spirit's always kind of like waxed and waned or like, I feel like I'm growing, strengthening one of those. Um, and then I remember shortly after college, like, wait, can I pray to the Holy Spirit? Mm. And I was like, well, mm. why not? I've only ever yeah. prayed to God, but why can't I ask the Holy Spirit, like, hey, give me courage, or Holy Spirit, mm. you're in me. Give me patience right now. <laughs> um, and I love that because I, yeah. like, I, I don't hear many people praying to the Holy Spirit, um, yeah. but I think That's it's good. been really good for me and my faith to, like, actually, you're in me. And, hey, Holy Spirit, help wake my soul to, like, dive into scripture today or whatever the ne- the needs are for that day. So, um, I think being in ministry has helped me just really be dependent on the Holy Spirit too. Cause yeah. I'm way over my head a lot of days. And even now being a mom, like the Holy Spirit has <laughs> helped me <laughs> cause I'm way over my head a lot of days. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. So did not grow up with the Holy Spirit, but I've been learning about him the last 14, 15 years or so. Cool. Yeah. Alexa, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah I would say um, it was something that I heard about at church. Um, I heard about, you know, God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the Trinity and they're equal. And um, I heard all of those things, um, but I never saw it. 
And mm-hmm. so it was like you said, like, we're going to pray to God. We're going to pray to Jesus. But, you know, the practical part of it was never there. Um, so really, it's been within the past five years that I've really seen, oh, there really is a third person mm. and it really, you know, he is real and he is active. And, um, in our time right now, like, you know, being here on earth, so important, um, because Jesus said like, you're going to have like something greater. Mm-hmm. I have to leave because he, like he is coming. Um, so that really just the f- past five years, um, and doing a lot of, um, I was involved in a ministry training, um, a few years ago. And that just like really, um, gave me some practical ways to lean on him. A lot of it was like repentance and forgiveness, which I love that Chris hit on. Um, and Mm. so, yeah, I, I mean, I even think back, so I graduated from CCU, Cincinnati Christian University. Mm -hmm. Um, and even there it was, it was all educational. Mm -hmm. Let's learn more about it. Let's, you know, learning scripture. And it was like, that's great. But I don't know if that was me personally, not just the, whether the church or the school did it or not. It was mm-hmm. like, that was just not what I was surrounded by. So I'm just extremely grateful <laughs> that Chris and Tyler are even willing to, I mean, this is what, you know, <laughs> second series second in series and ever. like, we're just bringing it. So yeah. I love that. I love that they're not going to be afraid of that. Um, and I would say I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just, we've experienced a lot of things um i think within our home and learning the practical part of the holy spirit that are just like that are just undeniable and i want more of that i mm-hmm. mean it just makes you want more mm-hmm. want more so um any opportunity to like dig in a little deeper i'm like so ready for it yeah i love that yeah i didn't grow up in church um and s- became uh, Christian, Christ follower, churchgoer, um, I don't know in what order, but around like freshman year mm-hmm. of high school. And I think the only teaching that I remember anything about the Holy Spirit was he was what convicted you and who hmm. was what was responsible for me even having the wherewithal to like be saved. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it was a really transactional thing. Like, Oh, because the Holy Spirit's real, he helped me understand that I need Jesus. And I think that's definitely a part of Holy Spirit, but I don't think that's it. Um, And as I've gotten older, um, definitely experienced some things, which I'm sure we'll talk about as we talk about week three. Uh, You know, when when I was in Vegas, got to experience some cool things. Um, Most of my experience with the Holy Spirit since I've recognized that he's more than just like, the B team of God and Jesus mm. um, has been pretty like still small voice um, and really like internal. It's been less external stuff, um, even though I've had some, but uh, that's kind of my, my baseline. And I think, and I, I've said this so many times, but I think uh, someone said that faith um, or religion, I think he, he mainly says like your personal faith is like a tricycle and it has to have all three things and one i I think he was saying christianity because he says one is scripture uh one is tradition so Hmm. church tradition you can't deny that we are part of a church tradition (laughs) our church looks different than what it looks like in other countries so that's good and fine um and then there's experience and the the one that's probably dry or that's steering is experience as much as i would love to just have this faith that was 
only on the word. It's like if I'm not experiencing anything, what's there to do? And I think in my in my experience, uh, the thing that that drives that ex- that has the experiences is when you kind of lean into mm. the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So yeah, totally. I mean, I don't know how close my relationship with the Lord or if I would even still be following the Lord if I hadn't really mm-hmm. met the Holy Spirit and had some of those experiences. And yeah. I mean, like I said, it just, it became like a whole new relationship with God when I was like, oh yeah, there's this whole other one third of you that's here alive and yep. active yeah. in me. Um, it's interesting to think about that, thinking back at kind of your story and thinking, okay, what moment, like if I hadn't had this moment or that moment that, you know, was a Holy Spirit moment, mm-hmm. what would it have looked like? That's yeah, because I wonder if I would have gotten bored. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, for like sure. <laughs> I think, like, I mean, I'm not I think feeling anything. Yeah. 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 I think that's a really common story um, with people that grow up in church mm-hmm. that, that don't talk about the Holy Spirit. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into the sermons a little bit, uh, and we'll kind of guide conversation whichever way it goes. But week one was the week that I was gone. I was out of town. Um, and so if you are like me and you're out of town or you miss, we do have another podcast called City Church OTR Sermons. So we put all the sermons up there. That one is up there. Um, but, yeah, I'd love to hear your guys' reactions, um, just some key you know, one-liners, key parts, things that stood out, things that you hated. Because remember, Chris and Tyler are not here. We can say whatever <laughs> we want. Yeah, because they're not going to listen to <laughs> us exactly, either. <laughs> exactly. um, yeah. So I don't know, Alexa. You you guys both have notes, which is great. Yes, we do. Yeah. Go <laughs> ahead. Yeah, I don't have any like big one-liners. I don't know. I can talk about what I felt about the service, but do you have anything that stuck out? Um, I think probably my favorite phrase that Tyler said from that sermon was not engaging with the holy spirit is not an option Mm. and i think Mm. it actually like it was an option for me my first 20 years of Mm. life right like i didn't engage with the holy spirit no one taught me about the holy spirit Mm. um but i don't i and i really appreciate that our church is doing this series so early and it's part of our dna and foundation right like and yeah we as a church to not engage with the holy spirit is not an option Mm -hmm. um and I think it's going to keep things fun for our church yeah. and not boring. So yeah. I just really loved that line and um, that is good. thought it was good. So it makes me think of, uh, so I, I think I'm assuming, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Mandy, I'm assuming he said it in the way of like not engaging with the Holy Spirit is not an option for us. And that's what we're going to do. We're not like, right. we're not going to not engage with him. I think and that, but also like we see the Holy Spirit all throughout scripture. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been, we're all in the same house group. It's been interesting. And we've talked about the Holy Spirit a lot, like mm-hmm. before, uh, like Pentecost, yep, right? We're just in Jesus's Jesus. early yeah. days, right? And we're like, oh, here's the Holy Spirit woven all throughout um, scripture and even throughout the Old Testament. And um, I think Tyler's point too is, He's part of the Trinity. He's mm-hmm. part of the Godhead. Like to not engage with him is not an option. I, yeah. I feel like it's almost sinful to not engage with him. It's yeah. denying a part of who God is. Um, and yeah. Yeah. And if I could interpret that in a different way, even so, I don't know if Tyler meant this, but I think it's also true to say that it is not an option to not engage with the Holy spirit, whether or not, you know, it's the Holy spirit. And I think that that, there's a guy who wrote a listening prayer book who said, you know, when I when I teach people about how to listen to God, th- I start off with by telling them they've heard him all along. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I, so I think that there's there's some truth to that, too. 
non-Christians and Christians, mm-hmm, I think, mm-hmm. can can sense when there's something more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I love, I think Tyler or Chris actually mentioned this in his, I think, second week. So sorry if I'm jumping along, but we can nope, jump back. Okay. Um, but his uh, everyone, mm-hmm, that was week two. Everyone can hear from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Is that everyone what Everyone can hear God's voice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that whole concept is interesting to think of. And I always think back to, um, different stories or things like that. And it's like, God created everyone. So it's no one's off limits. He's not gonna be like, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna, I'm only going to work through my people. Well, he created everyone. So yep. he's going to, he's going to, and can, um, work through anyone. So I, I love that as well, but yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone, everyone can hear God's voice, which is cool. And that kind of, I mean, that plays in a little bit to my story because um, I was at University of Kentucky and um, really just feeling a tug. I, you know, I wouldn't at that point say that it was the Holy Spirit um, to leave what I was doing just to Mm. completely remove myself. Mm. Um, And uh, it's funny, Jordan and I have very similar stories and it was like, Okay, you guys, I literally took that moment and I moved to Haiti. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I was if, like, if you're okay. listening now and you think you're supposed to go to Haiti. <laughs> Do it. It <laughs> is the, Holy, the Spirit. Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> but looking back, I'm like, this is so random. I was like one of a, you know, a group of 25 friends. What is this? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think some of it was conviction that we talked about and some, you know, that kind of. Um, Chris also mentioned this, I think in, in week two, but kind of that like suffering and sin. And it was like, I, I had, I knew something was wrong. Like there was Mm -hmm. conviction. Um, and whether that was just like my moral compass, you know, or what looking back, I'm like, gosh, the Holy spirit literally plucked me out of my situation and was like, no, you are going to follow me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that that what what Chris had said of like y- anyone can hear God's voice. It's like I, at that time I would not have considered mm-hmm. myself a Christian. He doesn't care. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. like I'm still gonna talk to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a really similar experience. Uh, I didn't move to Haiti, but that's how we moved to Vegas. Uh, yeah. Was first few months of marriage for Abby and I were super super hard and way different communication styles. And I was like. D- bound and determined to just get married and uh, have kids and get a white picket fence and drift off into the sunset and like not ever ever have a worry again Um, which is like my personality and I had a pretty similar experience of like nope you have to give up everything and Mm. give up this job I I got offered a full-time job give that up and and that was that was probably my first experience with the Holy Spirit Mm. was in a similar vein of like nope Yep. You 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 done, um, and you gotta go, that, which is always fun. <laughs> um, I love in week one, uh, Tyler, you know, mentioned, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit's the helper. That's a really common word, and he also, um, one of the things that he said the Holy Spirit does is it's he empowers us to accomplish God's will, um, and I think that that is so understated in church. I think a lot of times maybe even more in America, but like, Oh, God's will is going to be done. So like I can throw my hands Mm. up and just say, Oh, it's going to happen. It's like, actually, no, like you are a part of that. And and the Holy Spirit's here to empower you to accomplish God's will. Because if we were praying for God's will to be done, then that would mean it's always being done. So it's obviously not. And I think there are things in our world that show that God's will is not always being done 
when you think of tragedies and stuff like that. So having the spirit to kind of empower you um, is pretty, pretty cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, just to go along with that, I think a lot of times, uh, no, never mind. I don't know <laughs> what I was going to say. It's, <laughs> right. it's, it's late and we are all parents. Mom's They're at age. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're fine. So then, yeah, looking forward to week two. I know we hinted at it. Um, same kind of vein, like kind of highlights, things that stood out. Um, that one was Chris. Well, actually, one more thing on week one that okay. Tyler said. So Tyler always says, like, we're always being developed and changed, right? Like, and either mm-hmm. we're developing to look more and more like Jesus yes. or yes. less and less like Jesus, right? And he said, maybe to look more like Jesus right now, you need to engage with the Holy Spirit, right? And I think through that, like the Holy Spirit, um, I know in my life, has like revealed sin or brokenness or places where I need healing. Um, and a lot of time it's like, um, forgiveness, like people I need to offer forgiveness to, or even myself to Mm -hmm. offer forgiveness to, but engaging with the Holy spirit does help us to look more like Jesus. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Because I'm not going to be aware of those things on my own. Because some of them I don't want to because it's painful or ugly. Like I don't want to engage in that, but the Holy spirit's going to bring it to mind and like, no, Mandy, you need to, we need to work on this together. Mm -hmm. And there's always so much fruit that comes out of those moments. Um, specifically coming to mind just in Jordan and I's relationship. I know we've done (laughs) a lot of repenting and walking through a lot of that. And so, um, I mean, we will, one of us or both of us at times will feel this nudge towards repentance. Mm -hmm. Um, and we Mm -hmm. feel it, we feel it in our day to day. We know something is off and it's typically one of us needs to forgive. And so just that nudge to do it. (laughs) It's like the Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit's like, please, 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 like something good will come out of it. Mm -hmm. I promise. And so the whole obedience part to me is there's going to be fruit, but Mm -hmm. I mean, kind of on the empower piece is like, he is literally like he is in me to me. I'm like, okay, I need to have the humility. Like, so leaning into the Holy spirit to be like, humble me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I can say, I am sorry for this. Um, And so that's, yeah, been, been a journey for me and us specifically in our marriage of being disobedient when we do feel like he's nudging us towards whatever the next step is, whatever the action piece is for that. Yeah. And not to harp on the negative side, but like, I think that that's, I've always thought since I became a Christian or maybe started learning about the Holy spirit, like that conviction side of the Holy spirit, which can maybe see be seen as like oh he's the one that tells you you're sinning whatever but like i think that that is innate and when i think really big picture and i can go on like a million tangents with like i you know if we were just animals like we wouldn't have that Mm -hmm. gut like Mm -hmm. i shouldn't do that or Mm -hmm. i should say sorry i should and there are some things that you can be explained away but like i remember one of the first times i read a c.s lewis book he talks about the word ought and it's like the fact that you ought to do something is even in language and it has been in language forever as humans is kind of a testament to this convictor or to this, uh, this spirit that is inside of us that's telling us, hey, we ought to do that. And I think that happens on the positive side, too. Like mm-hmm. we ought to reach out to that person or we ought to give to that person. Um, and or you, hey, you ought to like sit down, chill out. Right. Enjoy Rest. the weather. Yeah. Look mm-hmm. at the leaves. Yeah. Like I think that's th- for me. That's where the spirit is. 
you know, guiding me right now. He's like, hey, which I think everyone has done this a little bit in 2020. Like, hey, you kind of forgot that the world existed the last eight months and you closed your eyes and you things flew by and your kids got older and the seasons changed. Um, You ought to recognize beauty. You ought Mm -hmm. to recognize stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. that, that that God is uh, is making happen and, and doing in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's no way in in listening to him and being obedient to that, you're not going to not look more like Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like, I think that that's just his, like, gentle refining of us. And yep. it is a gentle reminder, like that still small voice that mm-hmm. um, Chris was talking about. It's like, it's not harsh. It doesn't feel mean. It's just like, just that little nudge. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think thinking of it i mean it, d- it can definitely feel negative and obedient and like there's mm-hmm. you know <laughs> consequence if you don't do it whatever that looks like but um i think there is a piece of it and it, it's like a mental thing to just mm-hmm. think like um i will look more like him i will be more in tune with him i will be closer to him if i am obedient to this um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's good looking at yeah let's let's move to week two yeah um Chris, Chris was week two. Give me, give me some highlights, one-liners, verses, things that stood out to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that week um, talked about hearing God's voice, mm-hmm. and um, he references John ten, right? And the sheep follow the shepherd because they know the shepherd's voice, and they yeah. don't follow a stranger's voice. Um, and I remember in college coming across that passage and was like do I know the shepherd's voice? Mm. I, I don't know. Mm. I don't think I've ever heard yeah. Yeah. the shepherd's voice, li- like God's voice. And so, um, and Chris saying like, no, everyone can hear God's voice. Um, but that kind of like in college, that kind of started me down this path of like, I, w- I want to hear the Lord. Right. right? Like, and I'm, I know I'd heard it. Like, I'm sure I've heard him before mm-hmm. that, but yeah, not like recognizably. So, um, yeah, I think I think um, like what Chris said, like it takes time and to build that relationship. And um, I think it was in this week he references Dallas Willard. Yes, right. The key to hearing God is friendship with Him, mm-hmm. and friendships take time and they evolve and they change. And yep. um, for me to learn to hear God's voice, a lot of my prayers were always like my checklist, my agenda, my like dumping ground for all my yeah. stuff. And when I, the first time I took, well, not the first time, I had to practice listening prayer and just to sit and like, okay, Lord, what do you want to say to me? Mm -hmm. Um, That's when I started hearing from the Lord, besides from scripture, right? Or Mm -hmm. from community, but for myself hearing from the Lord. So, and start to learn his voice a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've definitely, I, I feel like I'm on a journey of figuring that out. Um, and it stood out to me what Chris had said about, um, it, it often is, it sounds like your voice. Um, but there's a little more conviction. (laughs) There's a little more something there that's like, eh, I don't think I would quite think that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have found myself recently saying like, Oh, I just don't know if that's the Lord or if that's just me. Is that what I want? Um, is that just my own desire or, or does that, is that genuinely what he has for me? Like, is that a gift? Um, I think that's my personality. I'm like, oh, he doesn't want that for me or, mm. you know, he, 
I don't know, there's this in, in doing ministry. Um, I think that there's like this, Oh, you should be uncomfortable factor. And Mm -hmm. I think as a Christian as a whole, like there's just this conviction of that. So I think anytime there's this like good desire for something, I'm like, Oh, is that my desire? Mm -hmm. Or, or is that like, I'm Mm -hmm. your father and I want this for you and I, I want to give you good gifts. And so I'm in this whole process of really learning and refining like what he sounds like. But I loved that Chris's big thing was like, if you are reading scripture, you're going to be able to, to figure out his voice. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know what he sounds like, Mm -hmm. you know what he says, you know, his character, you know, like what he wants for you. And so that was really good because it, I just, really recollected how much recently I've been saying, I just don't know that that's him mm-hmm. or if that's me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I resonate with that a lot too, especially the, you know, God sounds like me. I think that was a, a, a breakthrough for me. I'm, I just, every time I would try to listen or hear, it's like, I'm expecting a booming or right. you know something weird to happen. It's like, actually, no, it sounds like I'm in my own head. Um, but the thing I just thought or the thing, the trail that I just went down or, the memory that just came to mind is not something I would have mm-hmm. think I would have thought about or said, yeah. or, um, you know, I would have never said we should move to Vegas and, uh, in raise support. I just, I wouldn't have said that. And nothing, <laughs> nothing about my life that would not have made sense. Um, and so it's like, I have to attribute that to something. Um, and instead of thinking I'm just going crazy, I'd rather contribute it to, to the Lord. Um, I loved, they Chris said um, the Lord speaks in uh, oftentimes in three ways, either that still small voice, which we've been talking about in our situations or in our sufferings. Well, he actually says yeah. there's 10 ways we can <laughs> hear from God. Well, the Instagram post. Yeah, Instagram. Where are your notes, Highlighted Josh? those three ways. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But he does say, like, the, the number one way you probably hear from the Lord is yeah. through scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the second way is through that still small voice. And I, I think that's true, right? Um, yep. But I think for me, um, there's so much other things grabbing for my attention. And sure, yeah, I'm a mom of four kids. But even before that, right? Like, even when I was in college, there's so many other mm-hmm. things grabbing for our attention. And now we've got these smartphones, which... Right. Walking l- slot machines. Yeah, love them, hate them, whatever, right? Like, so many things. And just noise everywhere. Noise, mm-hmm. noise, noise. And I think for both of those things scripture and the still small voice for me i have to really slow down and unplug and i wish i could get away but that's not like a a possible thing all the time but maybe Mm -hmm. it does mean i've got to get up early when the house is still Mm. quiet and like leave the lights down low (laughs) you know like (laughs) if you're a parent you have said that as well because i know we say that every say four to six months me and abby go we're gonna start waking yeah. up early and it's yeah. the hardest thing yeah. to do but i'm not gonna do it at night i've been going to bed at like 8 30 yeah. lately yeah, you know? no <laughs> way i'm no good after like eight o'clock so. no mm-hmm. i don't make any good decisions now yeah <laughs> <laughs> but to, and but to get away in the middle of the day isn't right mm-hmm. great either but mm-hmm. i've got to daily and um best is like when I've got rhythms where I can like I I think even like weekly right Sabbath is to like unplug and be with the Lord and then even like monthly or quarterly like what are we doing to like really step away from the world and all these things that are pulling at us especially you know I mean 2020 has given us so much to like take in Mm -hmm. 
how much more do we need to like say no let's turn off the tv let's turn off the radio yeah yeah not even pick up a book right like i just need to sit and be with the lord and ask him to come be with me yep yeah because if we're distracted we're not gonna even think about these 10 things like we're not gonna be aware of it we're not gonna be looking for that dream or you know can you read those 10 things yeah yeah so we have scripture we have self as in himself Mm -hmm. um like the burning bush example saints as in followers of christ like in specifically in community um sleep so your dreams Mm -hmm. still small voice through sin suffering songs worship um and then servants or angels and then the last one circumstances Mm. so those are all ways that uh, that we can hear from that God. That we can hear yeah. from him. Yeah. Which should be really encouraging. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, oh, it's not right. just one booming voice that mm-hmm. I've been trying to like strive for, yeah. but like actually mm-hmm. the Lord really wants to meet with us mm-hmm. and wants us to hear from him and he's provided a plethora yeah. of yeah. ways. So, and uh, it's so personal. We don't yeah. have to do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the dreams one. I can't yeah. make a dream happen, <laughs> you know, but yeah. the right. Lord wants like he's going to come meet you in a dream. Yeah. Um pay attention yeah. to yeah. that you know it's sweet it's yeah. relationship and yep. relational for sure yeah yeah it really is and i i love not to have another kind of downer thing we're talking conviction but Come i on think Josh. i know <laughs> no i think well when i hear suffering it reminds me of a, a teaching on suffering i think it might have been the summer when stuff was crazy in our country race relations everything it was just nuts and it was like don't miss this opportunity to um to be connected to everyone else in the world who's suffering um and so i think that there's as much as it's personal and as much as like the holy spirit and hearing from god is very much relational this this relationship i'm building this friendship it also can be really communal Mm -hmm. and i think even locally it's like what's happening locally even outside of the church, like if something were to rock OTR, heaven forbid, if something bad happened, like we could all come together in our suffering and feel that and hear from the Lord as a community, as a city or state like that as terrible as suffering is. I really love the interconnectedness of humans and the way that God created us. And a lot of times that is most easily, um, you know, shown in suffering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. funny. Well, I wouldn't say funny. Should take that back. But one of the ways that we get to know our neighbors most is through a lot of trauma. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so whether that's an ambulance is two doors down um, and we see them, you know, drive away with someone or there's gunshots or someone, you know, someone got shot or whatever it is. um, It's those like hard circumstances that really give you an opportunity. Yep to just genuinely be in community um and so i think there's two pieces to that like there's an action part of like we have to go and and be jesus in those big hard moments Mm -hmm. um because there's light he is light (laughs) so we need to offer that in that dark space um but also like you said like it's just an opportunity to just be relational and to kind of step into that space with them. And there's just instant connection that comes with that because it's, you've been through this really hard thing together. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And you, you can do that anywhere. I mean, that's your neighbor next door. You don't have to live in a rougher part of the city. Um, that's through anything uh, to be together. Yep. 
So that kind of, I mean, that makes me think back to kind of the accountability and integrity and hearing from God. I mean, there's 10 ways and it's, I know (laughs) my personality is, like I said, was that him? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so just the importance of going to somebody and kind of having that accountability and integrity in all of those 10 things is huge. Yep. So. And I'm assuming it's always been very easy for both of you to hear the Lord's voice, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So easy. <laughs> so we just, easy. We talked on the way here. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I, I joke because I think the, you know, this brand new church um, diving right into the Holy Spirit. If you're listening and you're like, they're talking like they have this piece of cake one-on-one conversations mm. with Jesus and the Holy Spirit all the time. Like, that'll never be me. That's not us, right? No. We're not correct. there. No. Correct? That's very true. Uh, and I think that, you know, I know Tyler and Chris would want you to know, and I know we would want you to know, and, and we have to preach to ourselves. Like, this takes time, like you said. Yeah. Like Yeah. And I think, right, like, my, my son was born um, three and a half years ago, and we had a pretty traumatic birth experience. Um but I, one day, like before I was getting ready to go see him, I was sitting in the healing garden at the hospital and um, it was in Vegas and the sun was shining on me and the like honeysuckle smelled so good. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting for Ben to come get me so Ben could show me where the NICU was and stuff. And because um, I did not know my way around the hospital, <laughs> but I was sitting on this bench looking at this beautiful garden, feeling the sunshine and smelling the honeysuckle and just really felt like the Lord giving me a hug and Mm -hmm. saying like, I'm here. Yeah. And I'm so thankful he did that because I didn't feel or hear much from him Mm. like the next year (laughs) or more. Like, and I, even now, like my son's three and a half years, like I'm still doing a lot of healing and recovery from that, that year of like, where are you Lord? Mm. And he's bringing to mind like, well, here I was like, remember, like, remember this here I was like, you just weren't listening kiddo. Like, (laughs) or, um, yeah, he, he is so gentle. And I think, yeah, he's bringing up in me a lot of ways of like, I need healing and reconciliation with him because of that time. Um, so I think even like that, it can wax and wane if we're not practicing here, like being with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. I'm going to forget, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like if, if I don't talk to you guys for a year, I'm going to forget what your voice sounds like. Yeah. Right. And yeah, that's kind of the same sure. with the Holy Spirit. If I'm not engaging with him, that friendship's going to tank, you yep. know, <laughs> like, um, and, and that's been true in my life. And, um, I'm, we're, we're on the healing side of that and kind of recovering mm-hmm. from that. So, yeah. I love that so much that even even when you're not hearing him or things are crazy or I think we can often sometimes as parents go, gosh, parents got it the hardest. But like nowadays, like Mm -hmm. everyone's got it. It's like this culture that we live in is not conducive to hearing from the Lord. And so wherever people are at, wherever we're at, whether it's because of our kids or because of our jobs or the phone or whatever, the uh like just knowing that like he's still here mm-hmm. he's still present mm-hmm. he's still right where you are um can can hold you over and can kind of give you that hope um until you tune back into the frequency uh, of the holy spirit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right moving on week three that's i, I love hearing from the lord that's a good one yeah. i think we could have done one on just that yeah. episode, that that sermon um week three just happened yesterday uh Again, same thing. 
anything stick stick out surprising scary it was a fun it <laughs> was a fun first the last couple times true, you go first? <laughs> oh i mean i think the one-liner that sticks out we were talking to it before we started but or talking about it before we started um if we don't have the gifts we are deficient if we don't have the fruit we are deformed um and that I mean, even just the first line in that, if we don't have the gifts, we're deficient. I just, I mean, yeah, that just, that stuck out to me. I know mm-hmm. it did mm-hmm. for you guys mm-hmm. as well. Um, I don't have a thought on it right now. So yeah. if you have one, go for it. Yep. No, you're good. Well, I think, I mean, like the, the Lord has given gifts to everybody, right? And we mm-hmm. haven't gone through the sermon yet or like the the teaching yet of like what all the gifts are and stuff but everyone has the holy spirit and everyone can hear from the lord and everyone has a gift that they can offer mm-hmm. like to the church to the body and to the world right so um and it i it took me a long time to realize like oh i probably have a gift of some sort and i don't know what that is mm-hmm. do i want that is that weird like maybe i just have the gift of I don't know some an prayer easy because gift. you're a woman. Yeah, right. Like or <laughs> doing children's ministry because you're yep. a woman, right? Yep. Like, yeah. Um, but like, actually, what? what it just are so these happens kids? that you are very good at praying yeah. <laughs> and very good <laughs> really at kids, kids. <laughs> but we we do not agree with the stereotype. Yes, <laughs> amen. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so like, oh, maybe maybe I could try preaching, and mm. I've I've appreciated university giving me the the freedom to do that. Um, where like I like the church I grew up in, even the church I attended in college did, did not give me the freedom to, that, to, 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 to preach as a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and preaching's not my gift, but I'm glad I had mm-hmm. that experience and opportunity to like yep. try it out and see like, is this a good fit? Um, and I think, I don't know, you, you can cut this out if it's like wrong, yep. <laughs> but I think the church in the West is suffering so much because people aren't stepping into their gifts. Mm. And we're, we're just lazy and just think someone else will take care of it. God's big and good. He'll take care of it. Or my pastor will take care of it. And Mm -hmm. our pastors are great, but their gift is preaching. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more gifts out there, right? Like that we've been given. Um, yeah. And I, I think the church is suffering and we're boring and people are leaving the church because mm-hmm. of it because why why would i go so yeah right. that, I agree. that's a yeah i know <laughs> i'm with you and I, and I would imagine a lot of people listening are as well i know chris talked about uh miracles and healing this this service um and the super some of the at least two of, of the supernatural gifts and i know i don't know how many people are like this i feel like it's a lot especially in our culture but i am insanely skeptical I love science. I love uh, math and reason and logic. And I've, you know, I've had mantras about it that are like, you know, if it's not logical, it's dumb. You know, it's like, (laughs) it doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I've been proven wrong so many times. And then also, when you look at the arc of the history of even science, it's like, when have we ever learned that, oh, actually, no, it's less than what we thought it was? Everything that we learn about, even in the sciences, keeps getting bigger. It keeps expanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Physics. I mean, I could go on tangents about quantum entanglement and stuff that's insane, 
it's like it's only getting more supernatural. It's only getting hmm. more unexplainable. What makes you think at some point we're going to go backwards? Like, and so if that's the trajectory of, I think, the sciences and even education, it's like, well, we also we have a, we have scripture that points to supernatural things before they were even studied. Mm-hmm. And also I've experienced them. And also if you do it well, it, it almost it should. And I think that's what Chris was saying in his uh, uh, in that quote you said, Alexa, about having the fruits as long as it's per- producing fruit right it's only good like step out and pray mm-hmm. for healing step yeah. out and pray for miracles look for miracles and the fact that you don't think that we're wa- a walking miracle at all times is naive <laughs> uh and so i think i just wanted to, to say that to the the fellow skeptics or science lovers it's like you are crazy if you don't think that everything that is a miracle already um to, to deny yourself the opportunity to see more, you're missing out, I think. Yeah, and going back to what Chris said, um, the biggest miracle there's going to be is someone coming mm-hmm. to Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the fruit. I mean, like, that is that is the fruit that we want. That's the goal, um, and that's the biggest miracle. So even if it is, you know, relationship that then leads to them coming to know the Lord, mm-hmm. great. Like, yeah. Um, so, you know, even if it is a meeting on the street or you hear of a physical need or, you know, let's just say specifically healing and it doesn't happen, yep. let's walk through that. Let's talk yeah. about wha- maybe why that didn't happen or let's continue to, you know, like look through things. It's that relationship mm-hmm. that then that is built then hopefully like for the opportunity for them to know the Lord yep. that we're after. And yep. so I love that Chris shared the story of India and how you know, there was healing that happened. <laughs> they yep. weren't sure if there was actual, you know, coming to know the Lord in those moments, but to come the next day and have mm-hmm. 20, 30 people show up and give their lives. It's like, okay, that's the goal. That's what we wanted. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have any fun stories in Vegas? Give Vegas. them to us. <laughs> oh, Vegas. Um, yeah. Well, I remember, so that, that camp I was talking about when I kind of first like got thrown in the deep end with the Holy Spirit, we were doing prayer ministry night and I really appreciated not like being on my own. I think, I think sometimes engaging with the Holy Spirit can be intimidating for people because it is like, yeah, what's going to happen? Right. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Um, but we had like a prayer healing night for all of us that were, and those that were offering healing were those um, in that track with me. So I was, there was triads and Mm -hmm. one person would come in and say like, Hey, my knee really hurts. Can you pray for my knee? Mm. And, um, I was in this triad praying for my dear friend whose knee hurt. And he was this big burly, like footballish type guy. Mm -hmm. And we're like praying for his knee to hurt. And I just, or for his Mm. knee to be healed. And I just got this image of like his heart, but it's covered in like black tar Mm. muck. Mm. And I was like, dude, I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is me or if this is the Holy (laughs) spirit or if this is like the camp lunch we ate earlier. Right. Like, but here's, here's my, here's my image. And the two other people that I was praying with had similar images. Mm. Right. And you just can't make that up. right? Right. And yeah, there was some deep sin and like unforgiveness stuff that our friend with the hurt knee had to like work through. Um, and he did. And then we didn't even pray for his knee to be healed, but it was healed. Yeah. Like, 
he was up running and didn't need his knee brace anymore. Like, um, so that, and that for me was like, okay, this, this is real. Mm -hmm. Like I, I didn't just get that image. Like the Lord spoke to all three of us and we prayed for him and we got to see him healed and just that repetition. And I think once you see something like that, you want to try it again. Oh yeah. Right. You're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, that was cool. I want to do it again. I want to do it again. I want to do. And then, same though if you like fall out of it if you're not practicing like i said earlier if yeah if you're not practicing and praying for healing regularly or praying for words then it's kind of like a muscle it's going to get weak right. and yeah. forgotten about so yep. um yeah i think in, in vegas i don't know you were there too we, there's was. all sorts of crazy stuff happening all the time yeah. in I vegas saw someone's pretty intense tremor stop in the middle of a prayer when we were uh, on fremont street um, I'm trying to think if there's a couple others. I know there are, but yeah, it's there's a lot of of stories. I mean, lots of exorcisms. Yeah, demons. Yes, there were some like <laughs> some demons, which are probably best. Uh, uh, you know, if you want to hear more, you can talk to Chris. At yes. <laughs> Send your questions. Yep, exactly. Uh, yeah, but but I do think that I think it's powerful to hear those stories, but also recognize that it does not matter how many stories you hear if you've not experienced them. Yeah. You won't believe them yeah. because I know I didn't. Right. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I understand that you don't believe them and it sounds insane, but like there's an invitation at this church, um, to pray f- for crazy stuff yeah. to happen and, um, for miracles or healings or breakthrough. I think emotional breakthrough, mental health breakthrough. Yeah. Um, I know we have, I have stories of that happening in my life. Yeah. Just all of a sudden, boom, it, it wasn't an issue for a long time. Um, but yeah, I think uh, let's let's kind of wrap it up here. We we are right on time. Uh, I do want to reiterate that if you hear stuff about the Holy Spirit and you're like, this church is weird, I understand. <laughs> uh, it sounds crazy. Come check it out. Yeah, come check it out. <laughs> We're all learning. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Yeah. Uh, but I also would just challenge you to look around and tell me that there's not weird stuff happening all the time, right? right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and like come come take a risk Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. come try it out like come pray come come on saturday to our come holy spirit event right yeah when is that again saturday at nine at shakespeare nine to eleven thirty november what because they could be listening to this in a month from now 14th 14th? that Mm, sounds right it might be saturday november 14th i'm gonna claim it yep you're yes. right. Yes. What 14th time? What time? At 9. At 9 a.m. Uh, at the Shakespeare Nine Theater. 9 to 11. Which we'll have we breakfast. So RSVP yeah. online, yep. please. CityChurchOTR.com. We would love to see you there. We do have two more weeks of this series. Um, we have a really fun episode uh, in two weeks where I don't get to, I don't have to be on it. And my wife is going to host. And so that'll be really fun with uh, a couple of her friends that you haven't heard from yet. Um, thank you, Mandy. And yep. thank you, Alexa. You're welcome. Uh, this is really fun. Uh, if you want to hear the sermons, find us at the City Church OTR Sermons Podcast. You can also go to our website at citychurchotr.com, and there's a little media button, and you can hit messages. Um, this is the podcast, so don't hit podcast because you'll find it here. Um, you'll want to go to messages. But thanks for listening. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed it. and. You feel like you get to know us more. We are normal people uh, who are trying to become more like Jesus, like Tyler says. So uh, thank you so much, and we will talk to you again soon. Bye.